Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk about the good, and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name's Amanda. Pretty sure I just int- uh, messed up that introduction, but that's okay. And with me today is my awesome, hilarious, <laughs> wonderful, laughing her ass off at me co-host, Monica. Hey, 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 Monica. Hey, 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 Amanda. You're not wrong about laughing my ass off because the look <laughs> on your face was also legit gold. I was like... <laughs> That's not what we say. Is that what we say? I'm just going to go with it. Let's carry yeah. on here. <laughs> yeah, we just carry on with it. Why the fuck not? I mean, yeah, we can do what we want. Yeah, it's our show. Right. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Sorry that we interrupt this question off or a laugh, but Amanda was dancing with herself and raising the roof, the roof, the roof. On fire. Um, I'm really good. Thanks. Yeah, like really good. Things are good. How are you? You didn't sound very convincing there. Oh, things are really fucking good. They're really, really rad, totally tubular, really like rock your socks off. All the things that are good. The things are good. Oh, Life wow. is good and happy. How's that? Oh, is that better? Yeah. You need me to be like more talking and be like, yay, life is good. Oh my God. I wonder what people are thinking right now. <laughs> I think she's not high. I mean, I can only assume, but I think that's normal. This is uh, high on life. <laughs> high on life. That's great. What is news in your HQ? Well, lots is new for like me business wise, I guess. That's cool. Why are you not dropping what's what you're offering here? <laughs> Damn it. We're doing a um, podcast. Why are you not Okay, I just feel weird like self-promoting on our show. No, we're doing this. This is our fucking okay. show. Okay. Um so I launched a podcast course. That's amazing. And I mean, as an awesome podcaster as we are, that's just clear that you need to launch a podcast course because all the experience, man. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, And you know, because you did so much website work for us over the past few weeks and it's amazing. It's like the coolest site and podcast landing page ever in the world. Um, So thank you so much for all your help. I mean, mm. you're terrible. Just, I can't <laughs> believe you did this to me. <laughs> That's how we roll now, people. In case you haven't watched Chain the Virgin, you need to do it just to figure out what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that's up. Pre-orders are open now. And you, you can just go to podcast. 
go to thankfulcow.com slash podcast minus course and then you can sign up and do the stuff. If she's not saying it, then I will. <laughs> Thanks, Monica. <laughs> and we dropped the link in the show notes as well to get the course. It's really cheap right now, only 127 pounds, which is basically no dollar dollar. Which is basically no dollars and no euros anymore because Brexit, yay! So that's true. <laughs> hop over, get the course um, for fifty percent off. So yeah, it's do over it, fifty percent off. It's yeah. kind of like whoa. Yeah, I can't do math. Math. Actually, it's not. I'm no, it's me that can't do math. I'm like, actually, that's not even over fifty percent off. It's almost fifty percent off. Then almost fifty percent off. I need to change the landing page. <laughs> Please notice. I do podcasts. I don't do math. Yeah, right. Cool beans. So what's what's new with you? Like that's my cool stuff. What's what's going on in Monica Town? Monica Town. Uh, what did what what happened in the last couple of weeks? Geeky wise, I don't even quite know. Uh, seriously, I have no idea. I haven't played games in a while. We watched El Camino the other day. Well, how was it? Eh. Nah. Nah. I don't know. I didn't know if I needed an additional ending after Breaking Bad. I think it was pretty great. And I was already glad to see that Jesse... I mean, I think it's not spoilers anymore now after. Maybe yeah, it it's been there for a while. It's been there for a while. So I was relieved with what happened to Jesse after it ended. So that was fine with me. I didn't feel the need of getting more insights on what Jesse did afterwards. But that's what El Camino is about. And it, yeah, was, I mean, he's playing really great. Like, the acting is amazing. But also, I don't know if I would have needed to see this. Hmm. It's not like, this is the thing I've been looking for. It wasn't like that at all. But, yeah. Other than that, fair. did some work-wise is okay now. Do get a lot of websites done like yours, <laughs> yeah, um, and have a few others in line. But geeky wise, I'm it's really really sad now. I haven't played watching the ranch. It's interesting. I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's um, it takes a bit of getting into. I like the slang that Ashton Kutcher is talking in this southy mm. kind of American slangy thing. He's always having some tobacco chew the tobacco in his mouth and talking real weird you don't see it but you just see his lip is different or you always assume there's something in there i just tried to do it that's why it sounded weird uh, <laughs> and yeah it's nice i it's a what i someone said it's a show for the more right wing people but i think it's just making it um, on the one hand it's so ridiculous sometimes that it's it's interesting for lefties so I just find it hilarious mm. when they crack all the right wing jokes and I think maybe others just enjoy it because of that I guess like mm. typically very 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 redneck and very pro gun and stuff but in a hilarious kind of way so I think that's fun hmm. I have to check it out Tom and I started watching um, Living With Yourself it's a new Netflix show starring Paul Rudd. Um, oh, I saw the preview. Yeah, we are halfway through it. I binged four episodes in one night, and it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. It's not like laugh out, laugh your ass off funny, but um, the concept is is pretty pretty cool. And 
I'd recommend it. I saw the preview or the trailer of it, and I wasn't sure if that's actually uh, a comedy or a horror psycho stuff. I I think it would probably be in the realm of dramedy. Like, it's a drama with comedic elements. Yeah. I mean, because it's Polarod. Yeah. <laughs> and he's phenomenal. Like, he has to play two two characters, the same character, the same character twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's really, it's it's good. He's amazing. But Paul Rudd's amazing, so. Yeah, I really, I really like Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. He, he grew on me. Even though Ant-Man didn't grow on me, but Paul Rudd grew on me. Yeah, Ant-Man's like, meh, but Paul Rudd's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I love everything he's been in. I, I just adore him. He just seems like such a wholesome man. Like a wholesome man. That sounds like something man. you get in a cake shop. <laughs> it does. Buy your Paul Rudd wholesome man cake. <laughs> just $49.99. It's life size. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Amazing. Now I want to make a Paul Rudd cake. Sorry, I'm just imagining. <laughs> I'm imagining it right now in my head. That oh, would be imagine. cool. Maybe I'll do it for next weekend. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen because I wouldn't have a clue how to start making a life-size cake of Paul Rudd. We just produce a lot of cake initially and then we just piece it together with frosting, I guess. Yeah, we could do that. The entire kitchen table just made of cake. We can put Tom there and then cut around him. Yeah. And what's the leftovers we put on top of Paul Rudd's Tom. And then we just frost the stuff and then we sculpture it. Wait, is Tom still in the cake? No. Oh, I got confused there. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you said, and then we put the leftovers on top of Paul Rudd Tom. And I was like, but the Paul Rudd's Tom cake. Oh. Okay. Because it will not be a Tom cake, it will be a Paul Rudd cake, but we need to find some outlines for this. Okay. And we don't have a life-size Paul Rudd. I mean, if you're free on next weekend <laughs> and you're listening to this, you're invited. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a, a BlizzCon party slash funeral party. Who knows? <laughs> funeral party? I don't know. Blizzard is 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 dying. Oh, maybe. So we can hold them a funeral party in their honor while watching BlizzCon burn to the ground. <laughs> we will see. Yeah. But well, I like you, we will see together. Yeah. Because when yeah. this episode is out, everything already happened. <laughs> yeah. So Monica, we have had to keep it a secret. Monica's coming over to visit. Yeah. But by the time this episode's out, she has, she's already been here. <laughs> and the surprise has already happened. So yay. Now we can yay. finally talk about it. We just know it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. It's been a hard secret to keep because it means we can't even talk about it on here. Yeah, I know. But we just wanted to make really sure that information won't leak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the annoying face. It's true. I know. I Tom kept yelling at me for telling people that like don't know you guys. I was like <laughs> What does it matter? <laughs> oh man. No, I think we've we we will cross that finish line. I think we will. Yeah. Yeah. We've worked on that in the last DPS games night. 
Ah, yeah. Anyway. Well, what week is it this month? What day? (laughs) What are we doing today, Monica? (laughs) Take it away, Sam. It's Geek Girl in the News month of the weekday. (laughs) That's what it is. And I like that you already hinted towards our first article. I don't think it was intentional at all, but I think it's still it was. I did it on purpose. Oh, nice. Thanks. Because our first article, if you've listened to our latest episode, which a lot of people actually did, so thanks for that. If you're stuck around and you're listening to this as well, hi, newbies. Um, We've talked about the Hong Kong Blitzchung Blizzard situation. And we have got a new-ish update, or I mean update is too much said, but what we're talking about is that the U.S. Congress got itself involved in the situation. Yeah, so the U.S. Congress, in a state of bipartisan action, which means that both Democrats and Republicans, that's two sides of the American Congress system who tend to butt heads on everything, they got together to chastise Blizzard, basically. I like the word you used, even though I have no idea what it actually means. But yeah. Ch- chastise? <laughs> it's to I like, will look it tell, up. tell someone off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> For the ESL people and our listeners. Of course. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, as Amanda already said, it's both Democrats and Republicans. And um, they got together and sent a letter um, stating their concern over how Blitzchung, which they used his actual name for, which I don't actually, I'm not able to properly pronounce. Um, Ying Wai Chung. Ying? Ying. Okay, NG is just Ying. Okay, then Ying Wai Chung, Blitzchung. Um, how they treated him and how he was made to forfeit the, forfeit the prize money and was banned from the, to- from the tournament. So, and they wrote, uh, like what is it a one page and something a one page long letter to blizzard themselves where they expressed their deep concern about their reaction of how they made him um give up his price money um especially and this is a quote this decision is particularly concerning in light of the chinese government's growing appetite for pressuring american business to help stifle free speech yeah, it's a, it's a very direct letter. There's no beating around the bush. These senators and representatives did like just point blank called Blizzard out that that their actions are completely un-American and totally wrong. Yeah, they even um, basically tell them, "You say you uh, value people's right to express individual thoughts and opinion opinions, and look at what you've done now, basically." Yeah, They're, uh, the last paragraph of the letter is very telling. It's it's it is like the like Blizzard should be tucking their tail between their legs and running away based on this paragraph alone. Like it was, <laughs> it was like you know you are you are in trouble with the government, Blizzard. 
So these senators and representatives said, as China amplifies its campaign of intimidation, you and your company must decide whether to look beyond the bottom line and promote American values like freedom of speech and thought, or to give in to Beijing's demands in order to preserve market access. We urge you in the strongest terms to reconsider your decision with respect to Mr. Chung. You have the opportunity to reverse course. We urge you to take it. Yeah. So it's not a letter that beats around the push around the bush at all. <laughs> that would be so hilarious if Bush were still president. <laughs> uh, you would have been funny like 15 years ago, Monica. Yeah. 15 year- years ago, me would be like, look at that. That was a good one. <laughs> For sure. Um, I think that this letter has possibly come to light. Um, it came out on October 20th. So it came out a few days after our episode and uh, about the whole whole incident. And our episode, if you haven't heard, like we have confirmed that Blitz Chung and Blizzard have, uh, or he's been given his prize money back and his, for, his ban is only six months instead of the year. Um, mm. So I'm wondering... Has this letter come out on the back? Like, did had Blizzard already taken the action, or had Blizzard's action that they took to reinstate um, Blitzchung's earnings has that come because of this letter, or did they send it like after all these decisions had already been made? I think we can figure this out. The letter is stated. Uh, the date of the letter is October eighteenth. October eighteenth. We recorded our episode released on October eighteenth. Which okay. means that that decision was already made. Yeah. By the time they sent that letter. So that's quite funny. I mean, politics and, and speed in politics, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I love the point that you were making before the show about uh, American politic- politicians getting involved in something like this when there's a lot of other yeah. bigger issues that actually uh, impact um, their government. <laughs> Yeah, or I their, mean their their country. Don't get me wrong, right? I mean, if I I'm just thinking if politicians would actually gave so much crap about things that are way more important than this. It's not. I'm not saying that this is not important, but for causes that benefit their entire country, then that would be awesome. But instead, um, they have their unified. Um, enemy, which is China, and they can get together the differentiating parties of the, what is it again, Congress, um, who basically agree in nothing at all. But when it's against China, then we can write a letter to Blizzard telling them off and um, showing them that it's not great what they've did, what they've done. Whereas I think it's easy when you talk from an American standpoint as a politician, because you always have America and your own country in your, like, as your highest, most important topic. Whereas if you're an international company, I just think it's way more difficult always, as we've mentioned in the episode last week or a few weeks ago. Um, Because you have to handle and deal with and juggle a lot of different laws, a lot of nationalities, a lot of cultures. So I just think that often makes it more difficult. Whereas when I'm a politician of a country, that's my only concern. Like my Mm -hmm. biggest concern is my own country. Um, And yeah, I just think sometimes it's not that easy, which doesn't mean that I don't approve of, of, of telling them off in a way, but I would wish they would put some energy in other things as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. But yeah, 
I love the article headline because it said Blizzard got vibe checked and a lot of tweets and memes came out as well. Um, they were pretty hilarious. They're all in the article um, that we will link in the show notes below yeah. or above or Check wherever. It out. So you'll be happy to know that that is our only kind of shitty news. Like that's the only really kind of bad news that's come out. Everything else is pretty exciting. Yay, so we have a positive week this week. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so first on the agenda is a little bit of Disney Plus news. Man, I really want this to be co- to come out soon over here. I can't wait. Do we have a date? No, I don't think there is a date for us, is there? It's like November or something for what, US? Yeah. But that's it then. We've recently found a list of, of movies that will come out when Disney Plus releases. Oh Disney- my god, it looks amazing. Yeah. And Disney Plus, which that I find particularly hilarious and I feel really sorry for the person who had to do this. They posted a tweet and basically tweeted every movie as a single tweet in a tweet thread. Oh, that's really? how Yeah, that's how that list came to be. Oh, I posted like 300 uh, movies and shows in a Twitter thread. Pretty hilarious. But yeah, it's a long, long list. So many movies that I haven't even heard of and so many movies that I had no idea were from Disney. But what we know will be from Disney is the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Woohoo! And why do we know that? Because Deborah Chow is going to be directing it. So Deborah Chow is uh, an Asian-American director uh, who's known for Fear of the Walking Dead, Better Call Saul, Iron Fist, American Gods, and The Man in the High Castle, and the new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. She's basically at home in Geek Town somehow, like with The Mandalorian and with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh my gosh, right? So cool. And Fear the Walking Dead and Better Call Saul. Yeah, she's she's just pretty geeky. I like it. I like what's going on there. Um, yeah. And it looks as though Ewan McGregor will be reprising his role as Obi-Wan as well. Oh, man, I would love that. I really, really like Ewan McGregor. So do I. He's the best. Yeah. He's so cool. I watched his series where he was, like, going on his bike around and across the uh, world. Long and way was, around. Yeah, and long way down. Yeah. I've yeah. seen Long Way Round. Um, and I've read it. I've got both the books somewhere. Yeah. Um, I think I've got them and I've, but I haven't seen Long Way Down, but oh, I love them. That was a time when I was actually riding a motorcycle, but then decided. You used to ride a motorcycle? Yeah, I have a license. What? You didn't know? No. (laughs) Yeah, I used to ride a motorcycle. I had one, but then I always fell over when I was standing. So I thought that might not be the safest way for me to travel. So I sold it again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I yeah, I didn't feel particularly secure on my motorbike, so that's why I then sold it again to take. Wow, the, yeah, but I, I have feel one. like I know you that much better now. <laughs> Do you though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, you and McGregor, awesome person. Apparently, the series will take uh, place eight years after the events of the Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because um, it says that we just saw Obi-Wan giving Luke Skywalker 
to his Tatooine homestead. And so then I hope like we'll be following Obi-Wan's life from there. That's going to be really cool, actually. I just see now that Ewan McGregor is also an executive producer in the thing, so he's definitely going to be part of it. That's not just an image that they put there. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. 100% love it. Super exciting. So for all the Star Warsians out there, I think that's totally wrong how I said that. I'll I'll accept it. Okay. Um, Amanda and I also have a deal that before the end of the year we will um, binge watch Star Wars. All, all nine, uh, 11 movies. All 11 movies before the other movie movies. comes out. Um, all 10 would... movies before the other movie comes out. Okay. Math is hard. Yeah, today especially. I mean, oh, yeah. it would be even cooler if Disney pr- Plus had released everything by then in Europe. Nudge, nudge, nudge. But mm. so I feel you... like that's not going to happen for us. Damn it. Yeah. I don't get why, but whatever. I don't get why either. Yeah. Cool. So moving on from one really cool series to another universe, we're going into the DC-verse. DC-verse. So we already reported that Robert Pattinson has been cast as the Batman. Did we see pictures of that yet? No, right? Uh, no. Damn no. It. I would be so and curious. It would be I'm I'm really really curious about it for sure. And now it has been rumored that Catwoman has been found in Zoe Kravitz. I don't know how I th- what I think about this. Not because mainly because I have her as Leah Lestrange, Lita Lestrange, mm-hmm. in Lita my head. Lestrange. Yeah, and she wasn't very feisty and very badass in that one. Ro- that role, I think. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Um, I was trying to think. I was like, I recognize her from something, and I'm like, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. That movie I didn't like. <laughs> but you didn't like the movie in general, so maybe that's also not yeah. a great place to start from. But yeah, she was just very, very soft in that one. Like a soft role, I think. Very emotional role, so I can't get quite imagine her in Catwoman. But then again, she's the daughter of Lenny fucking Kravitz, so I think she's pretty badass. She must be yeah, pretty I badass. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and like she's joining a cast, like or a, a legacy of really strong badass women who have played mm-hmm. Catwoman in the past. So I feel like she's going to be... If, if if they've cast her in this role, I think she's going to be pretty epic at it. I'm just reading through the list, and a lot of them I don't even know, but still interesting that some I had no idea were Catwoman. Like, it's Julie Newmar, Lee Merriweather, Eartha Kitt, Michelle Pfeiffer? Haley she was a Catwoman. Was that in the Batman where Schwarzenegger was in? I think well, she was opposite. I think it was Val Kilmer. Ah, Okay. I'm going to double check my my knowledge right now. Two seconds. Double check your knowledge. Fact check the knowledge. Fact check the knowledge. Um, the others, I didn't want to... Hang on. The other two that were there were obviously Halle Berry and Hathaway and the th- three. I can't count. Math is really particularly hard today. Um, Cameron Bicondova. I've actually never heard of her. Also, she doesn't look familiar at all so i have no idea there we go uh it oh michael keaton's batman damn it almost right almost right almost right 
And for those of you who Cameron, um, Big Kondova is in Gotham, plays Gotham, so I guess she's the Catwoman uh, in Gotham. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, actually, I don't know that name. It's one yeah, of the only never ones heard. that I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious. I mean, also, who would have thought Anne Hathaway would be Catwoman? She was the Princess Bride or whatever it was called, so. The Princess Diaries. She was yeah. the Princess Bride. Yeah, that one. Um, have you not seen her as Catwoman? She was quite good. Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw she her was, as Catwoman. Oh, okay. She was with Christian okay. Bale. Yeah, I thought you were saying, like, who would have thought? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, who would have thought? It, my argument, I just made my argument not valid anymore by oh, her okay. role, by Zoe Kravitz's role being a softy, softy role, and then Anne Hathaway being the princess, whatever. Mm, I and see then what you're Catwoman. saying. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm with you. Yeah. And that's all about acting, right? So they need to be able to do various things. Yeah, their whole realm of acting range yeah. of acting yeah so yeah that's cool let's see what will happen i would say yeah i'm quite intrigued i haven't seen it i haven't seen um what's he called ben affleck i haven't seen his batman um because i i'm pretty sure that i've talked about this before how dc doesn't super thrill me because it's always just different people doing the same story um, well it wasn't the case with yeah. with ben affleck's one because they only had like these merch movies because he was only playing in Batman versus Superman and mm. Justice League. So there was no standalone movie with Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, he got a lot of shit, I guess, but I think he could have been worse. I mean, everyone after Christian Bale had a tough time. Yeah, that's so true. He would have had a tough time. So I guess he was a great Batman. He was an amazing Batman. So we will see what will happen there. Well, <laughs> moving swiftly forward. So next up, we have the amazing, wonderful, awesome, superb Natalie Portman giving an awesome speech at the L Women in Hollywood event, talking about equality and calling for women to embrace their mistakes. Which is great. Yeah. Because I think we need to embrace our mistakes more. <laughs> no. I do too. I I do. I think like embracing our mistakes and embracing who who made us who we are is a good thing to do. Yeah, I think it always makes one stronger if one embraced their mistakes rather than pretending they never happened and yeah. not owning them or blaming other people. So I think it's actually a sign of strength if you can embrace your mistakes. I agree. So Natalie Portman has a new film coming out called Lucy in the Sky, where she plays a female astronaut who, and I quote, loses her cool and loses everything. I like that description. And I think especially as a woman in Hollywood is often difficult because you're watched from every angle. And I guess... It's always difficult for women in general to own their place. And then if they fail, um, they're easily out of out of the sphere again. <laughs> Look what I did there. <laughs> I, I like that. Um, and she basically in her speech, she talks about how she has been not educated, but but but. How while growing up, it seemed like every other actress was a competition, or actresses were, but 
marked as crazy of some sort. And only when she got to know more and more actresses, she realized that that's actually bullshit. <laughs> but that's not what she said. I just rephrased it like this. Yeah. Um, in her speech, she points out, she says, over the last couple of years, I've gotten to meet more of you. And by you, I mean those who identify as women in the entertainment industry than I have in my 25-year career. And I just would like to give Natalie Portman some kudos for, yeah, for, for some sure. trans rights there. Yeah, uh, definitely. Really definitely. Um, yeah. And while her time as a public figure, she realized that it's not actually everyone. Every actress is crazy or difficult or demanding or artificial. Um, and it's really important to also stick together and what we always keep saying, um, work together instead of against each other. Yeah, she goes on to say that like everyone is super talented and smart and easy to be around. Um, and you have to be e easy to be around because if you're a woman and you're a pain in the ass, you will not get another job. <laughs> I mean, I laugh even though it's sad. <laughs> this, oh, this is really sad. Actually, I'm just reading this part of the speech. She says, but meanwhile, how will we know if we've reached equality? Is it going to be when this room is is a room full of successful women and it's full of assholes? Is it going to be when our movies tank and then we get a raise the next time? Is it going to be when we commit a series of crimes and get elected anyways? Mm. Amazing. I love what she's calling out here. Yeah. Yeah. She continues to say that she's, uh, um, she says, and I quote, I hope not. I hope more optimistically that equality goes in the direction of men being held to the same standards that women are held to. That alongside talent, kindness, respect, and being easy to work with are valued as essential characteristics to getting hired. And that truly bad behavior prevents you from getting another job. That would be amazing. Yeah. She says, in conclusion, our job in this room as leaders in our industry is fuck up. The, the most powerful example we can set for the next generation would be for us to do that most human of things make mistakes and then not follow the narrative of the doomed woman or the fallen woman or the destroyed woman go out post mistake and succeed wildly. So fuck up and thrive sisters. <laughs> I feel that one needs to be a t-shirt. Yeah. Fuck up oh. and thrive sisters. Make it a geek herring shirt, Monica. Yes. I will make it a geek herring shirt. Good. You can find Take that in our merch store. <laughs> it's also in the show notes. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is a this is brilliant. Um, Natalie Portman is amazing. Um, I love everything that she's that she stands for. Basically, yeah. she's an actress that can do no wrong in my eyes. I mean, I don't, don't know prove if I me would... wrong. <laughs> I don't know if I would sign it, but I'm definitely here for it for the moment. But yeah, yeah. so I think that's a. We're obviously the the speech. The link to the speech is in our show notes. So please make sure that you take a minute to read it because it's really empowering and. I'm just grateful for people like Natalie Portman taking the stage yeah. to lead uh, women in film industry. Yeah, I think it's important. Then we often point out that it's not always a fight against each other. And even as a Hollywood person, I think everybody assumes that they're in the best place in the world and they have all the money and all the fame and everything is great. Whereas I don't think that's actually true because... Life follows you everywhere, and with more money, you just have more problems. And if you're not um, a great person, then you're just an asshole, and you're an asshole with a lot of money. 
but yeah whatever i don't know what my point was here but yeah don't don't be a dick don't be a dick (laughs) embrace your mistakes fuck up and take the stage afterwards and by stage i mean like whatever stage you step out on in your life whether that is your computer screen or your company or i don't know whatever you need to do if you make a mistake just don't let it be the end of the world yep amen to that yeah i learned it the hard way myself (laughs) man but you've come to a good place now right so owning it is better than trying it is better than hiding yeah yeah so, and on the topic of space, we actually have a pretty space-filled end of this episode. So, thank you, Natalie Portman, for leading us into this section. Um, you probably have seen this because I have seen this everywhere, and I just think it's amazing. But an all-female Delta team—that's an airplane, uh, an airline in the states—they flew 120 girls to NASA to get them excited about aviation careers. That's amazing. It's so cool. The picture just gives me chills looking at it. Like, yeah. it's so cool. <laughs> so they flew for, from Salt Lake City to Houston. And they took 120 girls between 12 and 18 with them to go to the Space Center, as Amanda already said, on the International Girls in Aviation Day. International Girls in Aviation Day. Internal, whatever. Uh, the girls came from... Uh, STEM schools throughout Salt Lake City, and they got to see women run every single aspect of the flight. Uh, All-female pilot and flight crew, ramp agents, gate agents on the ground, and women in the controlled tower. That's amazing. Like, every single person involved in that flight was a woman, showing that women are capable and do do everything. To be honest, it stopped with me after pilots in my head. But now that you read also that it's the ramp agents, the the gate agents on the ground and the women in the tower. Yeah. True. I didn't even think of that. And I'm sorry I didn't think of you if you're one of those. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, So they looked around mission control and got to eat lunch with astronaut and aerospace engineer Jeanette Epps. So... That's pretty cool that they like got that chance to be up close and personal with one of their, well, I'm assuming they're one of, she's one of their idols. Because if you're into, in that area, like into aviation, mm. you're going to know who she is and you're going to be like, oh my God, and totally fangirl. Yeah, about it. yeah. The sad thing is though that apparently there are only 5% of the pilots are women at the moment and only 7.4% hired over the last four years are women. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Pretty pretty sad. It is actually really sad. But well, two point four percent increase. You know, at least it's not a decrease. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you can put these two numbers together. Only led from all the people they hired, only seventy seven point five percent. Uh, seven point four percent of women. Yeah. So, but I think that they recognize the problem and. It's, yeah, you know, we, we do need more women in aviation, um, but yeah. it's, it's coming. Like I have a friend um, that I went to cadets with over here and she's a pilot. Um, she's nice. spent years like qualifying, has traveled all over the world qualifying, like, and now she flies, I think she flies for EasyJet. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. cool. And Shout I mean, to Sarah. Yay, go Sarah. And even by doing events like this, it at least raises awareness and um, yeah, representation matters. Yeah, it does. 
And those 120 girls just got an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. I think that's really awesome. And I hope that they do this every single year on International Girls in Aviation Day. That would be cool. Super cool. Awesome. And because you've talked women in space. This is drum roll. It finally happened. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It didn't look as if it would happen, but it finally happened. The first all-female spacewalk. Woo! So they finally got some spacesuits to fit. Which is, again, so ridiculous, but whatever. Yeah. But Christina Koch and Jessica Mayer were out there doing the first female spacewalk. It's amazing. This article that we are reading right now, it actually happened. It's about, like, before it happened. So I wonder if we find one that's from after there we go yay so the spacewalk happened on october 18th and this video or this link from cnn has a full video of well not a full video but it's got a video of the women out there doing their spacewalk so it apparently officially began at 7 38 and lasted seven hours and 17 minutes that's so long. Yeah. Wow. Um, it was the fourth spacewalk for Koch and Mayer. Uh, and from uh, where? The first th- one for Mayer? Oh, the first. Sorry. Can't read properly. Yeah. Can't math okay. and can't read today. Math? Math and words. Oh, math you know, math and words. Oh. Yeah. Life is hard. Um, and they could see the earth, the earth from where they were. It's pretty cool. The first woman who conducted a spacewalk was a Russian. And that already happened in 1984. That's wow. pretty hardcore. Yeah. So 12 U.S. women have been on over or on 40 spacewalks over 35 years. And Koch and Mayer were the 13th and 14th women to do spacewalks. But obviously never with all females in, a, in the shuttle. Is that what it's called? I guess so. Yeah, well, outside the shuttle, I guess. And they were... Just absolutely honored with a phone call from President Donald Trump what the telling fuck? them, the job that you do is incredible. I'm thrilled to be speaking with two brave American astronauts making history. This is the first time for a woman outside of the space station. I just want to congratulate you. You're very brave people. You are amazing people. <laughs> you actually haven't done the worst of jobs here. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Like, I haven't been practicing. <laughs> I, I, for your first go, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would ever want to hear anything from President Trump if I'm in a space space station, but whatever. Yeah. But just in pure Trump fashion, he got his facts wrong. First yeah. time for women outside the space station. Like, dude, dude, it's happened 42 times now. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. But they're so. amazing people. Amaz- <laughs> really amazing people. I can't even really do that amazing. properly. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's really cool. Mayor was recognizing that it was a totally historical achievement that they were the first two women for like an all-female spacewalk. And they wanted to g- give credit to all the women that went before them. And they're definitely making history. I'm excited for the future of space. And hopefully... Um, with some of those 120 students, we'll be getting lots more female astronauts coming through. That would be awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations on it finally happening. Finally. Glad it happened because now that it's happened once, it's just going to continue to happen. Yeah. Also, I don't get why, I mean, the spacesuits doesn't fit. It's like such a, I mean, I get that this is all expensive, but it's all not the only, there are more women in working at NASA or mm-hmm. who are astronauts who would go there and they were out there already. So it's very confusing to me, but sounded always sounded like a not great excuse for them to not send them out there but whatever what's past is past it happened now yeah and just in case anybody was wondering what the women were actually doing out in space they replaced a faulty battery charge a faulty battery charge slash discharge unit interesting yeah amazing so that's good yeah good job ladies so excited it was really cool to watch as well i watched some parts of it live i was like wow they're out there right now doing the space stuff cool beans so cool congratulations beans. cock and mayor you're amazing and you're true heroes and role models for all women around the world yes not just little girls who aspire to be you true we just like to see us more in all the all the places mm-hmm. yeah i feel like this episode of geek girl in the news was like a really girl power episode yes we can do it we can do anything. For sure. The best. We can I become Catwoman. We can fuck up. We can fly planes and do all the other things that needs to have to do with planes. And we can walk in space. Without the aid of a man, might I add. <laughs> true. Yeah, so true. And, you know, let's just bring it all the way back to the first article. We can be senators and Congress people and ambassadors or what are they called? Because there was a female name on that letter to Blizzard as well. Yeah, the very pub, uh, popular Ale- one. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, she's pretty popular, isn't she? Like, people she's love her. She's very popular. Yeah. yeah. So Definitely. Yeah, you can beat all. We can beat all. We, yeah. So that's that's all the news stories that we've got for you this week. It's been... Like we say, a pretty girl power episode, and it was awesome to talk about and to shout about all the awesome achievements. So thanks for doing this with us again, and see you again next week. Or in the meantime, if next week is too far away, you can sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash geekherring, where we have finally started doing those behind the scenes updates. So get in there and learn what's going on in between these episodes. Yes. And more and more and more. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So patreon.com forward slash geekherring. In case we haven't said that yet. We did, but we can say it again. We can just edit it out. We can just have it in twice. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. See you next week. (laughs) See you next week for another really awesome episode of Geek Caring. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.